Have you ever asked for advice and then did the exact opposite of what you were told? Yeah, me too. All the time. But why do we do this? Over and over again. Is it because we don't like the advice we get? Or could it be that we're too impatient to do things the right way? I know for me, it's a little of both. And because I think I'm so much smarter than most of the dimwits giving out that free advice. I rationalize that a good deal of luck must have been involved with their success, as it seems that on any given day, most of them couldn't find their way out of the ball pit at McDonald's. And I'm supposed to take advice from them? No thanks. Now, have you ever had things blow up in your face after you didn't take someone's advice? Yeah, me too. All the time. What the heck? Why do I not take that advice? The advice that might wind up keeping all my man parts where they were meant to be. While using big words like pontificating to search for my answers, it hit me square in the jimmy. My son's fastball, that is. I was quickly reminded that the old keep-your-eye-on-the-ball advice did indeed have merit, as does other advice out there. But for some reason, I don't heed most advice. So I asked myself two things. Do I really want to get things right? And where the hell did that fastball come from? Since I blatantly ignore life's good advice, do I actually have some deep-seated fear of success? I know it's not a fear of failure, because I'm a little too good at that. And if it is truly some warped fear of success, then I can't be alone on this, because I know too many people who suck at life just as much as I do. And then it hit me. Not a, another fastball, but an honest-to-God idea— why not finally give the world a book that caters to this concept of not really wanting to get things right? Why not show all the poor souls like me how best to get it wrong, and maybe even have some fun along the way? And while we're at it, why not take some of that good advice we all get and show how sometimes even the best advice is not so sound in the wrong hands? I call this approach F-bombing your life, and it embraces our fear of success. Think of it as your chance to finally take some advice and run with it. And if you don't, you just may be forced to deal with that closet demon called success. Just saying his name gives me the willies. To slay this wicked demon, I've brought forth many methods that have totally screwed up my life in some unforgivable way. I've even consulted other people who've made it their lifelong mission to never take good advice and instead to do their own thing. They've shared their stories with me, and have even helped to highlight a few of my own. So, some of the stories in this book are theirs, but, admittedly, most are my own. I must say, however, that the stories in this book are all almost true. Lawyers speak for figments of the author's imagination that in no way could be used to sue said author for leaking said events in a public forum. And while it's all true that these events have F-bombed quite a few lives, it should be understood that there are many ways to ruin your life. Countless ways, if I'm to be so bold. Thus, this work is not meant to be all-inclusive, as that would be damn near impossible. And incredibly taxing. Thus, I've tried to cover only the more modern methods of F-bombing, especially since it's been around since Adam and Eve. Yeah, remember the story? Look at that pretty red apple! If you're hungry, go get some of that low-hanging fruit. I want that apple! Come on, man, you already got one of my ribs, isn't that enough? Besides, the only advice we got was to leave the apples alone. 
Okay, then. I'll just talk to you all night instead. I've got so many decorating ideas. Fine. But if I scratch my beans climbing that tree, you'll be playing doctor. And so, the first F-bomb was born. Apparently, I'm related to Adam. As is evident from Adam's story, or the fact that we actually know his story, our culture has a long-standing fascination with storytelling. So it's my hope that you'll share what you learn from this book, along with some of your own what-did-I-just-do moments. I also hope you'll review this book on whatever site from which you bought, borrowed, or stole it. Reviewing is one of the only ways we can truly express our voices and be heard by the world. Well, that and writing how-to books. One final thing, and a warning at that, some or all of the sections in this book may make you spew a little like Old Faithful. Why? Because maybe you attempted to read too many sections in one sitting and deep down you can't handle all the destruction? Or maybe you pick things up faster than the others and don't need so many examples? Or maybe you object to the use of so many F-bombs? So, if any part of this book makes you a little queasy, and you haven't just eaten something you know you shouldn't have eaten, put the book down, take a deep breath, and try to relax. Then resume listening when you have the stomach for it. And if it's the writing, just keep that to yourself.